on this week's episode. Is networking in the parking lot a new social trend? Birthdays, babies, and brand new jobs to discuss. We catch up with Trisha Henson and she shares her amazing memory of when she met the hosts. And find out how blinkers, handwriting, and networking are connected. You are now listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry. Good morning and welcome to Swag and Repeat. We are coming to you taped from Del Frisco's. This is episode 64. We are a weekly podcast that covers the networking events that make up Orlando's meetings and events industry. We bring you the available jobs, cover the breaking news, and chat with industry professionals about what's going on in Orlando. You can find our old shows, leave five-star reviews, and share our podcast by subscribing to us on SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify iHeartRadio and Stitcher. I don't know why I have to do it that way. It's like okay, a, Spotify got jazz hands I, there. Did you see them? They were good. Spotify. I know, they're gorgeous. I love, maybe that could be our, our go-to this week. Love it. All right, so you can keep up with us and interact with the hosts and listeners on our Facebook page. Hashtag swag and repeat. Or follow us on Instagram by searching for Swag and Repeat. I'm one of your three hosts, Joe Truitt, and joining me as always is Selena Mullinax. Good morning. Good morning, Selena. Our guest host today is longtime listener, first time caller, Trisha Henson. Say good morning, Trisha. Good morning, everybody. We're so happy to have you today. She came in bright and sunny and ready to rock, so thank you so much for your energy. Um, okay, so question of the week, ladies. And this was brought to us by Trisha. We were talking this morning, and I can't <laughs> wait to hear the answers, so I hope that you're turning up your volume right now. Question of the week. What have you become less efficient in during the COVID quarantine time? And we'll start with our guest, Trisha. Well, since it's so fresh in my mind, walking, driving over here, it is putting on my blinker when I'm turning or changing lanes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I just assume in my mind. Like, that everyone that, knows. Yeah. 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 Like you I'm, should know where I'm going. I'm obviously going to Starbucks. Yeah. Like why? Can you see how I'm driving? I'm obviously going to Starbucks. <laughs> yes. That's my thing. That's, that's probably extremely accurate for a lot of people because even like when I go on vacation somewhere like if I go across somewhere where I don't have a car with me and we walk places when I come back I feel like a baby elephant or a baby <laughs> giraffe trying to like walk on for the first time I don't know what I'm doing and I can't drive anymore or if like Paul will drive for a couple of days and then, and then I get in my car on Monday and I'm like why is life like this <laughs> I, should, I don't deserve this how does it feel different I know car? where's my chauffeur um, Selena tell us about what's less efficient in your life I love it okay so I went to a doctor's appointment this past week and I had to fill out forms and s sign a consent because that's a new thing now in July so I had a pen in my hand and I didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> what, what do I do with this thing? I'm so used to like digital touch and like contactless, like don't even sign a receipt anymore. And yeah. My credit card, like everything is so distant. So when I had to pick up a pen and write something, yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, this is the obvious for uh, an event <laughs> show, but I would say my, my less efficient act would be networking and connecting <laughs> with people <laughs> i almost said that i know isn't it sad though but if you think about it like we used to do it multiple times a day sometimes right so sometimes you would find selena and i or dave at like two to three events you're like wow weird seeing you here now it's like we don't know how to speak to people and we use the small phrase conversations and i hate that so it's mm -hmm. like how's the weather yeah what have you been up to like these are not like questions to get to know people and i feel like i'm a little worried about where we're going to go with this mm -hmm. so i would say my my advice to everyone listening this week is to find one interesting question that you can ask people and then reach out to someone 
and just see how they're doing, but try to use questions that you'll be able to get to know people better. That's a great tip. Thank you. I didn't mean to go that route. And to be honest, I didn't have an answer until you guys started talking. And I went, oh my God, I still have to answer this. (laughs) So I had Uh to think while you were speaking. So here we go. Well, now that we got the formalities out of the way, let's talk about it. Our first segment is our event recap. So let's talk about what happened last week that you may have missed. Uh, The first thing that we have was Tuesday. Now, a lot went on on Tuesday. The first thing that we're going to talk about um, happened with CFWA. Uh, Selena, tell us what's going on with that networking event. Yeah, so I attended the CFWA networking event, took place at the Highland Manor. Some things I noticed. So first of all, the Highland Manor is close to my house. Did you not know that? No. Oh, you so, put it in your GPS, didn't you? Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, seven miles. Okay, it's just down the road. So Can that I, was wait, convenient. just one second. So Dave makes so much fun of us, and he's gonna love this, and hopefully he's listening because sometimes he doesn't edit anything, and he just doesn't listen to post it, which makes us a little nervous. But so Selena and I were talking one day, and this is probably a couple of months ago, and I was like, yeah, well, my GPS said it was gonna take me eighteen minutes. She was to get coming here. to work. Yeah, I was, she was coming, coming to, work. To, to record. Yeah, I was like, well, my GPS said it was gonna take me eighteen minutes to get to get here and selena said yeah mine was off by a couple minutes too and dave just stares at us blankly and says you guys gps to places you go all the time and i was like absolutely and then selena chimes and she's like i also like to beat my gps with the time (laughs) (laughs) it's a nice game that we play but like i always have my gps on whether i know where i'm going or not because there's always like three or four alternate routes and i want to make sure that i'm most efficient in the way that i go so he thought we were crazy and he's like just get in the car and drive you know like but he's a dude so that makes sense okay selena back to you what happened so i hadn't been to the highland manor in mm, like six eight years um and so the last time i was there i did a volunteer event so i coordinated a bunch of volunteers and did a charity event and walking in I kind of had like PTSD from that oh. event so long ago and I remembered exactly where to go and what to do yeah. and where the, everything was but it's beautiful um, obviously they've renovated and they added a hotel and I'm not saying like the venue added a hotel but there's a hotel there now and there never was before like a pop-up building like a physical building yeah wow. which tells you I hadn't been there in so long so anyway it's beautiful and that's exciting for me to hear and see there are so many people so it was great seeing people in attendance in person when you walked in, they had the wristbands of red, yellow, green. Love that. They had a fun twist on it of what it meant. Green, you can high five. Yellow, you can elbow. And then red, don't touch me or something. I don't know. But it was very cool to see that. The one thing is, and I'm going to blame the masks. I was talking so loudly and I don't typically yell, but you're a very but when there's so many, there's so many people in a room, right? So we're all in one room, we're all wearing masks, now you have to talk even louder. Mm-hmm. And then you're talking over the other people talking louder. And my throat kept hurting because it was like getting dry and yeah. I'm like yelling. And I can't take my mask off to have any drink. Right. And yeah. well, and that's the thing is like I was talking to someone and I was like, I'm sorry, I don't I don't know if I need to cough or if I need water, but like, I just need to need stop out. this conversation. Yeah. We need to <laughs> take a break. She was like, oh yeah, me too. And we walked over to the bar and got water and, you know, just cause it, it's different now. And that's what networking is. Like you have to go to a quiet space to talk. I don't know. It was not what we're used to. So we, we tried networking and how we were used to networking. Yeah. Didn't work that way. I also intentionally did not bring business cards because I thought, you know, if I touch it, then you touch it. Right. No one's going to want something I touched. Mm-hmm. Like, I was trying to be proactive. Sure. First thing I do when I get there at the registration table, they were like, okay, drop your business card for the raffle. Mm. Mm. 
Didn't bring one. And then when I said I didn't bring one, I got the glare like, you're at a networking event with no business cards. Who are you? We're in a pandemic, lady. I know. But I I thought I was being clever. And I was like, oh, well, if I meet somebody, I'll just email myself or email them. And like that way we're instantly connected. Like that was my thought process. You're like, I'll just take a selfie with you and send it to you and you will remember me. That's how this works, right? Yeah. Uh, So that was, you know, it was just what to expect versus what happened because of time there was no speaker it was a networking event so we all had the opportunity to talk on the microphone the dj held it so we didn't have to touch it and introduce ourselves so i gave swag a shout out give glittering hour a shout out but it was cool seeing how many people were referred or introduced or welcomed in by others and that's how networking works Mm -hmm. right you invite who you meet you invite new there's always going to be new people in the industry new venues (laughs) Yeah. yeah i mean um, so that was really cool to see. And yeah. So I have great. a few things to go back on now that cool. I, I like been thinking about things the whole time. So number one, when you said you came back like eight years later, is it kind of like when you go back to your elementary school and you feel like you're really tall? Uh, ooh, okay. Do you, did you have that nostalgia for a second? I'm trying to th- I mean, I can see that because I had, you know, siblings that I would sure. go pick up and I felt like the mom. Anytime you know? I go back to something like that, whatever it may be. So I went back to Jacksonville couple weekends ago to ask my nieces to be my flower girls and I drove around the area that I went to high school in and it just feels a certain way you know like you walk in and you're like and I drive past my high school and it just feels smaller or if you I don't know I mean I guess it's because it's your whole world at that moment so that was my first question my second is (laughs) I have so many thoughts so you're as soft as you normally would speak it's funny because you have to speak louder because you can't read lips oh I you know? That was so difficult too. So I'm because I can't read lips, I have to hear you. So now to hear you and like make eye contact just with you and not get distracted by anyone else mm-hmm. around me, I now have to kind of be closer. Yeah. And so it was it's just an awkward experience. So I'm talking to one person in a group of three, but I'm close to the one because yeah. I need to listen to him. Like it's it's so my so solution weird. to this Help. because yeah. I feel like you need to be able to read lips. Let's do one of those dance circles that you do, like where somebody goes in the middle and does like a little jig and then they go to the next person. That way we're all still six feet apart and we don't have to wear a mask and we can just you can read to those lips. Love the creativity. Thank you so much. Good yeah. points for that. That's mm-hmm. what we need. Absolutely. That's how this works. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate your support. You're so great. Uh-huh. All right. Well, let's yeah. move on because we're still on Tuesday or whatever day it is. Uh, okay. So the next thing, guess what? It was virtual. Um, this was kind of cool, Selena, and kind of outside the box of what we normally would do. Tell us about the all-seated webinar that you did on Tuesday. Yeah. So I thought I thought this was brilliant. So all-seated is a software company similar to social tables for the events industry and they're doing a series of webinars and one that they did this last week was collaboration tools and benefits of using slack and so if you which has nothing to do with cad at all right yeah that's why i thought it was so cool because you're saying like look here's a tool that we as a company use let us bring somebody who works for the company and explain the benefits of it and Mm -hmm. how it works and obviously like you're not going to buy into all seated because of slack but maybe like maybe now that they're being authentic they're being transparent and they're sharing you know what helps them as a company to try to help you in your organization like i just thought that was brilliant how it's like me right so instead of talking about my furniture i can talk about slack you know or well you're Trello, not directly you know? selling and so like being okay direct selling right now in any time is an aggressive way of doing things and i think this is offering even more services so i don't know if you guys saw brandy guard did a blog last week and she was talking about ways to close on on you know events or whatever it is one of the things was to 
give them the cow basically like you always say like you're not going to buy the cow if you already have the milk type thing but she's saying like you don't give them the whole cow but like give them a few things to know that like i will set you up for success and i'll give you everything you need that's what all seated is doing right now so they're offering slack as an additional great thing for you to have as an event professional so that's really cool that they're just giving you that and just saying hey and we have more to give is what, is what you're saying without having to say it. So you're there to be able to provide other things for them without having to actually give them to them. You, you give a couple of examples of things like Slack and you know that they they have more in their in their bank there. Well, that night uh, with Tribe International, we did What's the Tea? Now this is, what, the third or fourth week of this? Yeah, they're on a roll. They are on a roll and honestly, like super interactive. And the topic that I know that you're about to jump into, I can't believe the knowledge of these women and what they had to say. So Selena, take it away. I know everybody got value out of it. There was a lot of questions and conversation. Yeah. And even the next day, so many people said, oh, thank you so much for sharing, I applied it. Or, you know, and that's what this is all about. It's helping women help ourselves, help each other. So that was a great conversation. Laura basically took it off because she is an expert and has been researching a lot. And I'm drawing a blank. And the topic was about... It was about burnouts initially, but it kind yes. of turned into... Adrenal so, fatigue. So the, the real reason, like why you get a yeah, burnout Yeah, so people is, think like, why am I getting burned out? And it's like, oh, because I work too much. But they went so much deeper into right. this about like the actual anatomy and chemistry of your body and what you need to do and what your body needs to be able to uh, perform at its highest levels. And that's what Laura really spoke about. Yeah, so she explained how burnout is due to adrenal fatigue and what that means and how to prevent it and what you can do on your daily life to prevent it or if you are feeling burnt out what you can do to fix it you can't just take a nap and then it goes away you know a lot of people have this idea that women or mothers especially have a lot going on and they're the ones that get burnt out most because they have the financial responsibility the household the children the work the day job the self like I'm tired thinking it gets all that Compose, and so people are like, "Oh, I'll just take the kids for a few hours so you can take a nap." That doesn't fix that. That nap is not enough. <laughs> That's not how that works. And, and neither is a mani pedi to add on, but you can certainly try. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when we talk about self-care, that's what a lot of us think of is, oh, well, I get my nails done once a month, so that's my self-care. No, that, that's not what that means. And so it was very interesting also hearing like the, the science and the research behind different vitamins and how they work. They even talked about coffee and like how you're not supposed to drink coffee in the morning. It definitely should not be the first thing you drink. How coffee is toxic unless you're buying organic or, you know, mm-hmm. so many things. It just led into all these conversations of, okay, what should you do when you first wake up? What should be the first thing in your body? And it's not opinion. Like these are, these are studies, you know? So yeah. It's like saying soy. Like I hope women know that soy isn't great for your hormones. And that's, that's the thing. Soy sauce is great for my sushi. There you go. Yes. Um, (laughs) And what we talked about a lot was about, you know, yes, there's research to prove anything you want. So whatever you believe, it'll be out there. However, Um, this was dealing specifically with adrenal fatigue and hormone imbalance for women. So it was very like on this topic. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it went into this level of obviously what you put in your body is how you're going to be healthy. So it talked about high, high fat, like good fat. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's so funny watching the commentary. I.e. avocados, olive oil, fish, things like that. In case anybody's like, what's a good fat? Is butter a carb? Great. Yeah. (laughs) Great. Yeah. And how they're so good for your body and how 
it was just interesting watching also the dynamic between Laura and Jen. Oh yeah, who go live together. Jen, Jen is just like uh huh, uh huh. Then what? what? It reminds me of like that the dog is like yeah, yeah. <laughs> then what? Because she, I mean, but everyone was. I could tell everyone was either putting notes on their phone or writing things down. And to be honest, I watched it and then I reached out to Laura, one of the uh, co-founders of, of Tribe International, and I said, about the collagen, let's talk. And we had we had conversations about it, and honestly, like, there's just so many things that you can take away from that. We need to move on, but I do want to say that I challenged the advisory board to come up with something <laughs> to speak about that would be compre- you know, comparable to what Tribe has got going on. You've been challenged. Yes, and I can't wait for David to get back so that we can have an update on the advisory board. Okay, moving on. Last Wednesday, we had, so we had this event with PSAV that you signed up for, right, Selena? Yeah, it was on my calendar. I registered on Monday. So every Monday morning, my morning basically is spent putting together the weekly webinars. I go to every industry organization in the country, uh, sometimes even international. I look at every single website for every single chapter and I look at what events they posted and then I create like a document. So I that is then how I plan my week. And so I registered for PSAV because I was interested in the topic where they were going to talk about presentation stages, meetings at every phase. Okay. And so I thought, you know, maybe it's going to show samples of stages and with furniture and like trying to help me. So I sat there and I was ready to go and I did not have the login info and I couldn't find it. And I couldn't even re-register for the event to get it again because sometimes I do that. Yeah. Like if it's a Zoom, I'll just register again real quick. And right. It's free. Get access. Yeah. So I don't know what happened, PSAV, but uh, help. Yeah. So. Send me a recap. At least let us know what's going on. We want to we wanna be involved. We need to know. So later in the week and... As you all know, we record a little bit later in the week for Monday. So we do have the State of the Industry from MPI North Florida that happened on Thursday. Selena, any details about what they were talking about? So there was a panel and it was free. Well, okay, I'm going to take that back. It was a pay what you can registration. Mm-hmm. Which um, I love. Yeah, that yeah. was, I mean, you do what you can. I mean, here's five bucks. Thank you. Or zero, that's fine. Or right. like what I do and whatever uh there's a certain limit of dollars that i can spend without having to show a receipt right so i pay under that limit right <laughs> that i don't have to per, show a receipt. yeah absolutely so you know things like that at my at my company it's zero dollars oh okay. that's, that's yeah. how much i can spend without <laughs> submitting a receipt so um so it was a two-hour session because there was networking after uh there was networking before then the president welcomed. i wonder how many people session. asked how's the weather <laughs> how's the weather so how are you doing how are you doing how are you doing but they had the moderator was melissa million who is the corporate director of events for Hyatt Hotels. Uh, she's local here in um, North Florida. And the panelists were Melinda Burnett, Burdett, who's the director of events for uh, MPI, Nicole Chapman, who is the Northeast Florida regional director of Florida Inns and the chapter director of FRLA. Oh my gosh, what a business card. I know. <laughs> There's um, no space for anything else. <laughs> Lisa Perry, who's the president of Meeting Creations. And then last but not least, Alfredo Garcia, who's the VP of sales for Sight and Sound Productions and also Mugwump Productions. So it was a cool panel of everything from hotel, restaurants, meeting planning, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, vendor side. Very cool. So yeah. Nice. Personal branding was the hot topic for Friday, and that was being held by Rosen for a webinar as well. I think we can all kind of learn something from from personal branding. Personally, I appreciated (laughs) uh, that this one was at two o'clock because typically we record on Friday mornings and then I have meetings and then I always miss the webinar. So it being the seventh webinar in their series, I finally made it. How many do they have? I think they're just going to keep going until... Good. Do you know? it. Absolutely. Um, if you have a topic you're interested in hearing about, let me know and I'll push it up for them. They already have the eighth one planned. 
I think maybe the ninth one, but wow. yeah, it was great to see any tips I can ever learn about personal branding, especially during this time when we're all trying to build our personal brand mm-hmm. are great. So, And I think some other big hitters when you talk about personal branding, Shannon Tarrant has a great presentation on personal branding, not in the city, but still in our hearts. Julie DeStefano Walker and, and Shannon, when they do uh, the walk, the talk, they, they spoke about personal branding as well. So um, if you have any questions about who you are uh, and you don't know, then maybe we could help. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Or how to promote yourself. Yes. Like maybe you know who you are, but you don't know how to make that into marketing. I've become less efficient about selling myself lately. <laughs> mm, your posts are still amazing, Joe. I'm mm-hmm. still good. I'm still good. So I still got it. I love the shucks one. Oh, shucks. Oh, Oyster. So good. Yeah. The, well, and honestly, like, I'm at some point, so even with, there's so many different platforms. So LinkedIn, you're always, like, selling your, you know, your company or whatever it may be. But at some point, you still have to sell yourself I and mean, make sure that people want to still be intrigued by and read your posts. So like if you were just to put up stock photos all the time, this is a, this is a clue for anybody that's on LinkedIn and it's not working. Stop posting stock photos all the time. Post something about yourself. Nobody wants to know. If they wanted to know about what's going on in a stock photo, they would go to your your company's website, right? They're connected to you because they want to connect with you. I agree. So you need to make sure that you're at least posting a little bit about yourself. Um, and I thought think that was really fun to do for Oyster National Oyster Day from you know last year. Next segment that we have here is fun, and everyone turn up the radio a little bit more. I pretending that you're listening on the radio. <laughs> on the radio. Oh. Thank you. Love that. We're gonna be fly girls by the end of this. It's the nine to five with our fairy job mother. Hey everybody, so I have three jobs to share this week and hopefully this is really for me because I've been slacking and not posting them. So hopefully you hear this podcast, you take notes and then you go look for these jobs and are not waiting for me to post them on Facebook with their links. Anyway, so the first one, and I'm gonna preface this, these are jobs that I think as a hospitality professional, the skills are transferable to these positions, even if they're not necessarily in the hospitality and tourism industry. The first one is a community relations and development manager for the Devereaux Advanced Behavioral Health Facility. With that, you are obviously super official I obviously i mean do, um, it, do it for the title <laughs> true and you know you're building the community your community relations right so you're getting the word out about the behavioral health center and who the people are there and what they do and how they benefit the community but then you're also internally focusing on development and putting on events putting on programs anybody there just trying to make their living better i'll just say that yeah similarly orange county public schools is hiring a program coordinator for parent engagement and to me that's the same thing right so you're putting on open houses or get to know us events or learn about this program that we have going on at this school and it's for the district so it could be all the schools so those are things that I feel like you're still kind of putting on events they're just not you know major conferences and then last but not least and I wish I knew more about this because I I see the word sports and I just turn around the turn around. <laughs> exactly the uh, hurricane junior golf tour is looking for a tournament director they're looking for somebody based in orlando and i believe hurricane junior golf tour is based in winter garden they're a fast-growing national golf company with an established reputation so if you like golf and you know what any of those words were <laughs> um maybe you should apply doesn't take much to get it out there. Thank you, Selena, so much. <laughs> I love when Selena talks sports ball. Okay, yeah. Yeah, our promo section is up next, and we'd love to give some shout-outs to people born this week, Yay. a few years ago. So, Just a few. Yeah, we'll go ahead and start with Monday. 
Monday. Okay, so that's today. Happy birthday to Steve Cleomenakis. I see now why they had me go first. Um, <laughs> Your creek. <laughs> yeah. He is with Bar- Barker Specialty, longtime swagger, and happy birthday. Awesome. We also have today uh, Christine Iverson of Crow Practice. And la- uh, third, but not last, is Tynesha Perrine. She's with Toodles Event Center. She was a previous guest as well. And then we have uh, Jen Grubner of 360 Destination Group. We don't have any on Tuesday tomorrow, but... On Wednesday, we have Megan Haddock with Universal Orlando. Whoop, whoop. On Wednesday, we're also celebrating Cheryl Belfay, who is the owner of Ad Tangibles. Oh, yeah. She gave me reusable straws when we hosted the PPN event with Debbie, like, last May. Love it. She's amazing. Of course she did. She had reusable straws before they were cool. That's like how you, that's knew. how you know. Right. Promo people. Uh, later in the week, this is a special shout out for me. My uh, old assistant, my events assistant, Anna Bauer. It's her birthday, so mm-hmm. have to give her a shout out and wish everyone a happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Other things to celebrate would be we got a new baby in the fam. Boop, Selena, boop. I need to hear all about it. Okay, so we want to give a huge congratulations to Jenna and Mike Fox. So much love and support for this. They just had their first baby girl, Michaela. She's born on Saturday, August 1st at 11-11. Stop. Like one, All of the one should be your favorite number. Right. Like your lucky number. Happy birthday, literally, to the Fox family. <laughs> it's so great. Like I love that it was like August 1st at 11-11. Like play the lottery. Do it wasn't even 11-12, you guys. I know. <laughs> All of the ones. She's going to be a lucky baby. Yeah. Absolutely. And then lastly, but not least, my wonderful Libby Anderson is gaining a new role as Senior Operations Manager with the World Federation of Youth Clubs, and it's a nonprofit organization. And Libby is my co-partner in the MPI Finance Committee, so congratulations, Libby. Yay. I love seeing people get new jobs, especially during a pandemic. So that's how you know you're a hustler, you're a go-getter, and you're valuable i mean we all are but yeah but if you know anything about libby anderson like she never has an off switch like she is always focused and always and in the best way possible she's just always focused and always looking for ways to um better not only herself but the community so i think that's a perfect role for her i'm super excited Mm -hmm. another person who got a new job is megan white congratulations for being the new event sales manager for lpga international golf courses I think that's one of the positions that you mentioned during your fairy job mother segment a few weeks or months ago. Like that sounds extremely familiar. Sounds probably. I probably turned right at the word golf. Then Selena blacked out. Blacked out whenever she had to talk about sports. Okay, so we also have a couple of things to congratulate some of our listeners on. Uh, Cindy Whitaker and John Yorger. They both got their CMP this month, so congratulations. Also, my girl Ashley Guest got her CMP as well. So maybe this new Proctor system makes people feel a little bit more comfortable with taking the test at home um, in their own space, and they're able. Because if you think about it, you take all these practice tests at your house, and then you take your CMP at like this weird testing facility so you get out of your element so maybe being at your home is a little bit more comforting for people to be able to focus so i know today is not technically monday and technically right now it's actually last thursday but (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm getting the glare already. <laughs> I want to say a huge congratulations to my girl, Joe Truitt, who is now an official CMP. We're going to have to edit she this out if we don't pass again. <laughs> she took the test on Friday, which is tomorrow in my life. She passed and very well deserved. She started so hard over the last few months and had so many obstacles to overcome. I mean, with the pandemic happening and her test being rescheduled. Like, can you imagine practicing every day of your life or something? And then they're like, oh, JK, it's over. Not happening. I'm basically an Olympian. Yeah. Yeah. So congratulations, (laughs) Joe Truitt. I will say that this could be super awkward if if and when I if I don't pass it again, because that could that could be real weird. But yeah, it was it was interesting and it was fun. And here we are. Okay, now I'm all bashful. Let's go to in the biz so we can move on. And it's not about me anymore. Fantastic. So first story, we have CFWA. The summit was extended for has extended their early bird registration. So if you're interested in joining the CFWA summit, um, it is on September 22nd and you can attend virtually or in person and the early bird registration has been extended. So you're able to uh, sign in at that rate. And the second topic that we have here now, we, we talked about this last week, but then something happened over the weekend. So we want to make sure that you have the most up to date information and hopefully they don't change it again in the next couple of days. But Universal Studios Orlando, we spoke about uh, if you purchase a ticket as a Florida resident, then you have another ticket to use at a future date of your discretion whenever you would like as a kind of like a BOGO thing. Now, sweetening the the pot and upping the ante, Universal Studios is now doing a buy a day visit all year for Florida residents. Um, This is going to be through 2020 for unlimited visits. And it reminds me of kind of how SeaWorld did things, you know, the the buy a day play for the year, whatever, and Bush Gardens, that whole franchise. I feel like they're listening to us. I know. I feel like they were like, oh, wait, the swaggers want this. Mm-hmm. And they like SeaWorld and have SeaWorld doing things and like upped your level and all that stuff. Yeah. Cool. We're Universal. We're going to do that, too. I want sushi. Let's go. I, just, <laughs> I thought maybe I put it out there and it happened. <laughs> if you're listening out there. All right, Trisha, tell us about story number three. Mayor Buddy Dyer made an announcement the other day. Well, not an announcement, but he made a comment that he thinks that bars will not likely open until a vaccine comes out. Is this a shock to anyone? I mean, it's blowing my mind, though, because Mm -hmm. I have I know I have friends, right, that own bars or they work in bars and like that's their entire livelihood Mm -hmm. for their entire family. And bars and breweries. Right. And it's just so interesting how. And it's sad, and I can't imagine being in that position, but being able to see everyone else in the world enjoy alcohol, like from bars or breweries, but enjoy it at restaurants, at theme parks, at hotels, like anywhere else. But once you become a bar or a brewery, now you can't open. Like that doesn't even make sense. And it's it's hard to understand the other side, right? Like it's hard to understand that positioning. Like if a bar is socially distant and doesn't have that like crowd mentality and is safe in their operating especially breweries we have so many i was thinking a brewery and a bar are different to me so breweries like you go to sit like you don't go to like i don't know maybe it's just me maybe this is not a discotheque but okay so if it's not like let's say like if it's not like crooked can where you like walk up and like you're walking around the whole area like if you have a designated area to sit and there's space and they have reservable tables you know things like that i feel like they should be able to do this and when you said brewery reminded me of a story i saw last week flippers pizza has partnered with i want to say ivanhoe brewery and they're partnering with them so that they can provide food so they can stay open so you have to have 51 percent food to beer and obviously pizza costs more than beer so they're able to partner with them so that they can stay open through everything which i thought was huge and thinking outside the box so props and kudos to flippers pizzeria for being there for the community 
So if you're frustrated about this topic we just talked about, you can take it out at the coping lab. So I see what you did there. Nice uh-huh. segue. Thanks. I was like, what is she? She wants people to sign a petition? Like, what's going on? Tell us about no. the coping lab. So if you, you know, are feeling anger or stress or you just want to like punch something okay you can do that at the coping lab it they had their grand opening a couple weeks ago it's in winter park and it's similar to the rage room i think it actually used to be called a rage room but they have the one that just opened is the same one i think there's two actually so there's one that's just a rage room (laughs) and then there's this which is called the coping lab and the reason why it's different is because there's different rooms right so of course they have the rage room for adults and in there basically depending on what package you buy is what you could break so you could do anything from like i'm gonna just break glass and ceramics to i'm gonna break tvs and it, it it's a wide range but they have other rooms so they have a kid rager they have paint throwing, so I just want to go for the paint throwing because we talked about that last week. They have a sensory room for children and a sensory room for meditation. So it's everything from like, I want to rage to let me just chill. Like, let me go somewhere in a good environment. So I just think these are a lot of fun. You can obviously do groups, uh, do small groups, and it could be anywhere from like 20-minute session, 30-minute, etc. It's just something new and different to me. It seems like you know, we had the axe throwing come to Orlando. Mm-hmm. And now we have the rage rooms. Yeah, a lot of anger. What's next, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Weapons and anger getting ready for an apocalypse. What are um, we doing? Yeah, I know, right? I want to say, um, I missed this earlier during the promos. I don't even know where it would actually fit. But I just want to say thank you to Heidi Brombach and the Technish Creative Group. You may have seen a video that I posted on my social media. So we hosted the MPI Ignite Awards at the beginning of July, uh, our first hybrid event. And we wanted to showcase what we could do within the facility as far as um, safety dining and and hosting something that people could enjoy in person or at home and they knocked this out of the park Uh, i just want to say you might see yourself some spotted opportunities we had mark benson in the video uh rob carson was in there we had nicole alley i saw several different people in that video so if you haven't seen it yet check it out they do an amazing job um, and we're ready to begin doing more hybrid events and we're really excited about that moving along the rsvp here's what's going on the rest of august that you need to put on your calendar the first that we will say well actually no well this isn't the whole month let's start with just this week so that we can get you focused on right in front of us and then we'll go through the rest of the month first thing that we have here this is a series and selena tell us about this that's starting august 10th yeah so this was just announced last week meaning they just created their registration their um website and also a facebook group so once you register it leads you to join a facebook group so that you can connect with everybody and in just a day or so they had over 300 people register so it's great again because you're building this community of event professionals around the country so it's called the event and leadership challenge so you want to go to the event and leadership challenge.com i believe and it's a 10-day challenge but really like a conference so it's every day starting today so today through friday and the next week monday through friday from one to three eastern and it's a bunch of speakers and panelists talking about industry right so the reason i was interested in this is because i saw a session that says something like how to sell during a pandemic and these are all event professional geared right so there's speakers from all over the country um there's people from emrg media uh the one of the keynotes is the owner of the Atlanta Hawks. Again, I think that's a sports thing, so I, I don't know what that <laughs> sports is. Sports ball. You have 93% Consulting, Daily Front Row, Spin Network, Chandelier Events, Jen Gr- I mean, it keeps going, right? It's great every single day, and it's free. So if you are looking for something to do from one to three or any during that time in the next two weeks, look up the Event and Leadership Challenge. Uh, Swell Summer Summit is going to be an all-day event 
tomorrow. That's going to be August 11th. We have an all-day event for you. If you have not signed up, are you still able to? Do you know? I'm going to go with probably. Okay. I like it's that. It's on Eventbrite. Yeah. Um, you can also find the event on Facebook, which will lead you to uh, the event, right? On uh, Wednesday, we have another webinar. It's the Wednesday webinars from Visit Orlando. This one is on the impact impact on, on Orlando for the travel industry. Now, a mu- I would say six weeks, maybe a month ago, Daryl Cronk spoke on this topic. And this is basically the part two updates. So they're going to keep us in the know, which I love. Uh, I know that Dave and I listened to the first one. Did you Were you able to jump on that one? No. Did you check it out, Trisha? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this one's really cool. They have a lot of statistics. They actually had... Daryl speaking as well as the gentleman that spoke. Yes, he um, he spoke at one of the education series, and he's he's one of my favorite, favorite. presenters. Daryl Cronk is just a well-known analyst that we have here, and we're lucky to have at Visit Orlando. So I'm excited to get on that virtual at 10 a.m. It is a complimentary webinar, um, and we'll try and get some recaps for you all onto the Facebook page, and definitely for next week's episode. Get your get your running shoes on today or for Wednesday, right? So 10 to 11, we've got the impact on. Orlando travel industry webinar that we spoke about at 1130. You got to move on over to Bovine. What's happening there? I said yes to networking is having their first networking event in a, f- in a while now and it's over at Bovine. So you can find us there eating delicious food. <laughs> Absolutely. And again, the September uh, event is going to be at Dubstred. If you have not had the opportunity to sign up for August, definitely check out the September date uh, at Dubstred. Later in the evening, Wednesday night, we're going to have the glittering hour talking about management tips and that's at city creative yeah time management tips I'm yeah sorry. i was gonna say that time management tips <laughs> it's at city creative which is a co-working space or an office space uh, by david meinster out in winter park so we get to check out his facility if you're looking for anywhere to have events whether they're yoga fitness painting i don't know anything like that it's a great venue that you should look into and it's ten dollars and the food is coming from hard rock cafe yum what a steal 10 bucks right after that so it ends at eight just so that we can all log on to Facebook to watch the Facebook Live for Tribe International's monthly meeting. I caught myself there. And the topic <laughs> is purpose-driven goal setting. And the speaker is Kendra Davies. And if you don't know her, you should. She is a local here in the Central Florida area. And she's just very motivational, inspirational, but also with intention. So, uh, And she's a great speaker. So she's great to listen to virtually. Because some people know all the things, but not might not know how to present them well. So sure. Kendra is amazing. Friday afternoon at 1 p.m., we're going to be speaking with Dr. Peter Ricci once again. Now, Peter Ricci was with the uh, FAU Hospitality management certificates that um, most of the world received uh, a couple months ago. What was that, back in May or June when when we did that? So this is part two. This is the next steps of hospitality and tourism. And it's a pre-recorded discussion with uh, hospitality and tourism experts on reopening tactics, the next steps for the upcoming year, and short-term and long-term changes in the industry. So definitely something to check out. It is complimentary. You can register online for that. Uh, And that's be brought to you by the FAU College of Business. A ton of guest panel that you're really going to love and enjoy. Um, just some of the venues that will be represented will be Cafe a la Carte. We have Margaritaville. Uh, we have Intercontinental. Oh, gosh, who else? Uh, 360 Destination Group, um, Remington. So there's there's a ton of talent on that panel, and that's going to be a really cool one to check out. It's only an hour, um, and again, it's a pre-recorded discussion. So really, really cool if you want to check that out. To be honest, the next this week and through the end of the month, there's a ton 
going on. So no need to sit inside with the curtains drawn and crying watching Hallmark movies. There is plenty to do to develop yourself. Let's start with August 19th. You've got a few things going on. Let's talk about the morning. So in the morning, we have Soto's double shot of Soto at Delaney's Tavern. The speaker is Emily Smith. Very good. And then later in the uh, day, it's a six-hour segment for SES. It's the virtual education for the Sunshine Education Summit. Um, it's going to be from 12 to 6. It's $10 for MPI members. You can still sign up for that. After that, Tribe is doing Coffee Connections and Cohesiveness on August 20th with morning meditation led by Natalia Foote. If you can't get your Zen on yet, then stay tuned that evening at 5 p.m. Florida Citrus Sports is hosting a virtual yoga. It's going to be presented by Bud Light Seltzer, which means I'm in and it's free. On Friday, August 21st, Rosen College is having their webinar number eight series, and this one is on the value of mentorship. The MPI Academy is hosting August 25th. It's a it's a three-part digital series, uh, Future Forward, and it's focusing on trust and transparency, a little three-hour event. And this is a free event that was just announced this past week, so check it out. It's called Future Forward. After that, August 25th through 27th is FFEA's virtual conference. And Cvent Connects is going to be August 25th and 26th, again, a virtual free event. And last but not least, on Friday, August 28th, we are joining George, my friend, for lunch break at Taverna Opa. Very cool. All right. Now that we've gotten all of those events, which is a ton for August, um, let's meet our guests today. Trisha Henson's in the house. Whoop, whoop. So, Hello. Trisha, I've known you for what, like seven years? About. Oh, my gosh. So when, when, let's tell everybody, when did we meet? Do you remember when we met? So, Visit Orlando had a holiday committee meeting. Okay. I love yes. the shout out. Go I, Visit Orlando. I know, right? And you were at Ocean Prime at the time. Okay, yeah. About 2013 is when we're thinking about seven years. Yeah. And you did our private party back there, and you introduced this fun blue drink. Yeah. No, I... I God, that's such a great memory. She's really good because I, I vaguely remember this, and I host it. So, was this one where I had, like, this chef come out, and, like, we did, like, a... We did yes. the, the cucumber gimlet yes. at the time. And so I had a bartender or the bar manager come out and teach us all how to make the cocktail. Yep. And then didn't we do like a chef demo too, like with a mm -hmm. tuna tartare or something? Tuna wow. tartare and you talked about the steaks. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't. You guys try to ask me what I had for lunch yesterday. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so funny. How? And that was the first time I sat and met Julie DiStefano Walker. Yeah. We yeah. sat right next to each other and that's the first time I got to know her. So this is the nice. old school OG group yes. with like Leo Tarver, Peter yep. Maggio. Yeah. These are all of our... Sandy's crew. Oh, Sandy's crew. Thursday... Shout out to Sandy, Thursday lunch crew. <laughs> oh my gosh, how funny. Okay, cool. And then, do you, I mean, now that we're going to put you on the spot with memories, because she's obviously better than we are. When did you meet Selena? So Selena, I met her. Well, I didn't meet her. Like, we were sitting together at an education at a trade show. The only thing I remember was is she had this notebook, and it had, like, stars on it, and the stars would move around. Like, there was Were gel. they glittery? Yeah. I'm yeah. sure there's a little glitter in there <laughs> for certain. It sounds like me. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember that, oh but God. that sounds like and me. And now when I, as I'm learning to get to know you, listening to the show, and you talk about glitter and all that stuff, that <laughs> always like, sticks in my sense. mind. That little, st I remember, because I just remember seeing it move around every time, you know, I don't know. So are you telling me that she was at a development seminar or presentation, and she had a book about 
development to read in her oh, spare yeah. time. <laughs> yes, and underneath that fun notebook was some type of professional development book. And I thought, oh, my God. And I, I know I asked you about it, but I can't remember. It's okay. I was. don't remember. <laughs> yeah. But it sounds like me. Like, if you were just talking about some random person, yeah, that's me. I would have a glitter notebook, taking notes, and reading about professional development while listening to professional development it's so funny because selena will walk in to record the podcast listening to a podcast oh yeah like every every week whenever i open the door she's listening to a podcast and i'm like she's just getting in the zone she's she's really getting focused i, I mean it. side note last night i was working i've been working a lot lately and i had two videos to watch so i was watching two videos at the same time listening to both taking notes on one i don't know how you do while that interacting with the third I, I you just have to talk about burnout i think that that's something that has to be like a trait of people because Paul will literally sit on the couch and be on his phone and we're watching a movie and then I'll ask him what the person said because I know he's not paying attention and he'll tell me verbatim like yeah he can do both wow that's what I do and I always get the the comment like you're not even watching the show I'm going to change it I am watching also can I take food for $500 like (laughs) that's (laughs) yes we always end up back at food um one thing that's my Selena memory yeah one thing we all have in common for this year anyway is that we're all on the board of directors for MPI so welcome Trisha to the board of directors thank you so tell us a little bit about the role that you are in So MPI, it was my first year being an official member. Through the years, I've always kind of been around MPI people and around MPI events. And of course, Joe at the new member orientation was talking about committees Mm -hmm. and how it's great to get onto a committee that you're not familiar with or it's not, it's outside of your boundaries. Sure. I joined the finance committee and then- Because it's opposite of everything that you do normally. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. I love that. Yeah. And from there was asked to join the board on the finance committee. Really excited. I appreciate the collaboration of MPI, at least with the members that I'm interacting with and sure. our board members. Love Sarah. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. Love her. We're love referencing her. Um, Sarah Solomon Dodden, our current president for MPI. She's very inclusive. She's very welcoming um, and very positive, which I really like. And I think that's going to be great for my first year on the board. Absolutely. And you yeah. did mention your co-part is Libby Anderson. So uh-huh. working alongside with her is huge. I love her. Libby's been in her role. This is her second uh, year in the I mean, she's focusing majorly on concierge and strategic partnerships, which she is fantastic at. Absolutely. So the two of you have amazing things in your future, for sure. We're really excited to have you on the board and what you bring to everything. Let's rewind a little bit. Let's talk about where, where, where'd you come from? (laughs) Where'd you come from? I came from. So I was born um, on a Wednesday at 11, 11. Oh yeah. No, I definitely (laughs) don't have that. (laughs) So originally from Michigan. Yep. Moved down here. I don't want to say the year, but a very long time ago. Let's say 98. <laughs> okay, that's a good year. That that's yes. a good year. Mm-hmm. Maybe you guys were Wait, just graduating. <laughs> you guys. You I did came, not move from Michigan in 98. But I came to Florida in like 97-ish. So that's like the same thing. Okay. So you don't let the woman tell us about <laughs> what no, she did. <laughs> there was probably some good visitor Orlando marketing. I didn't even come yeah. to Orlando. <laughs> Fine. Anyway. But yeah, moved with a company that got a contract with Walt Disney World Group and Convention Business. And, okay. you know, in true Disney style, you want to work with us, you must meet, be on our property. Okay. So I worked for that. I was doing product development and sales for merchandise for the to support the Group and Convention Business with Disney. And then I jumped to a, a DMC. I worked for Convention Planning Services. Do you remember? Okay. That was so John Tate's company yeah. a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then from there, I worked at Tommy Hilfiger as the regional marketing manager for the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And the thing that was really cool about all these positions was um, they were all not based in Orlando. Yeah. So I was forced to kind of develop 
the strategy, develop who our client is, and kind of understand the market and learn who the players are so that I could sell this company that nobody knows about to the respective individuals. And through that, you build a network here. For sure. You know? For sure. I still talk to people you know, from Disney that I've talked to on my first day here. So, but I love Orlando. I think Orlando is a very high touch market. So I think- With even sanitizer. Though, with sanitizer, yeah. right. Like, <laughs> even though I'm very high touch, I think the industry that we have here and the people we have here, we're, we're about relationships. It's not about your beautiful collateral piece or your business card. Sure. It's, it's you and me. So yeah. I really appreciate that. Just really grew my network and, you know, kind of building the brand of Trisha Henson or whatever, whoever I was working with at the time. And I love about Trisha, and I'm surprised it's taken us a year and a half to get her on the show because her network is huge. Like, if you go, I will be across the room from <laughs> Trisha, and we're both doing our thing, and I'll be like, oh, I need to introduce her to this person. Let me, I need to go over there. She's like, oh, yeah, I've known Pam for 10 years, and we go way back. And I'm like, of course you did. Like, where'd you meet? She's like, school parking lot. So tell us a little bit about what goes down in the school parking lot. It's really interesting. Yeah. So I have three kids, and the ages are, well, now 20, 15 and eight okay but through the years of picking up the kids you meet you see somebody's name tag hey you work for there oh my god this is what i do and it's amazing we would sit in the parking lot so many times and just sit there while the kids are like we could have still been at daycare we could have been playing on the playground but we're sitting out in the parking lot talking to you about your business but i can't tell you it's so it's great because your children bring obviously you together to Mm -hmm. that person and then of course now you have that business relationship and it's really it's really been powerful for me i think that's huge and i think that that's so innovative of you to think and know that you can do that so most people would probably be like get in the car we're, we're going home. We gotta go, go by KFC. But like you, I don't know why I'm on food today. I don't know. <laughs> KFC. I, don't, I certainly don't know why I went to KFC. I have no idea. Obviously, my childhood was a little rough. Um, <laughs> but to be able to have that that knowledge to say like I'm going to meet somebody or I want to meet this person or or they have this in common with me. That's so great that you're able to even know to do that. And I, I love think that it. You're really I'm just interested. I'm interested in people. And you know, if I see their children, it's like, oh wow, we have that. I said it already. We have that in common. But oh my god, like Dieter is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Our kids go to school together, and we would talk in the parking lot. Oh. At the time, he worked for PSAV, mm-hmm. and at the time, I worked for Pegasus. So we would just start talking about what do you do, and you know. And now, he helped me along onto MPI, yep. and then you took over and just whooshed me in, and you know, here we are. Here we are. We're talking about uh, Dieter Bergoa. He actually just won the humanitarian award for MPI Orlando, which is huge. Okay, well, let's talk about kind of what's been going on here recently. Then let's fast forward 2020. It's a hell of a year, right? So. You've been on furlough since spring, April, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, What have you been doing with your time? You did mention you have the kids. So what have you been doing with your time? Yep. So my position, I was, I am at the Orlando Premium Outlets as the director of tourism overseeing both properties and uh, was put on furlough back in April. I'm just not the type of person just sit, sit around. I'm not a napper. And do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a napper. I always, like my whole family can nap. I tell them like, you can nap, you can sleep when you're dead. That's my a girl. She's ready. <laughs> I need to take her with me on vacations <laughs> okay. to make sure I keep going. But since for I jumped into the hospitality certification mm-hmm. right away. So I think that gave me a really good jump start. And then, of course, all the webinars. Like, I was on every webinar because I wanted to stay involved. And, of course, because my industry was a lot of tour and travel, they were doing lots of webinars on what's happening, what's the, you know, what is the seat capacity coming from international, like, 
all that information was just getting pushed out so early in furlough. And then now we're just kind of, you know, I'm sure you guys know, we're, those webinars are adjusting now. So. Sure. Mm-hmm. But doing that, and then I did a Disney Institute certification on leadership. Cool. And, you know, just hanging with my kids and still trying to learn how to drive, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to use my blinker, you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm curious, because I'm down to the details. So you, you didn't have to work. Nobody said, okay, you have to clock in from 9 to 5 or something like that. But you still were engaged so how did you stay engaged and one find these webinars but two did you have a schedule did you tell your kids hey guys just say no from 10 to 12 I'm gonna be in my office like how did that work every day did you put clothes on because most of us don't at first I did at first I did then it just started being like nice shirt half up yeah you guys know no I mean the kids know that I'm very active and um, all through the years they've seen me you know I've always had the privilege of either working from home or having a flexible schedule so they've always known they know like sometimes in the car I'm going to take phone calls Mm -hmm. so they're very uh, adjustable uh, flexible that way yeah but I just found out just listening to you guys obviously and just you know reaching out to my network and talking to whoever and just what are you doing? Like, I was just asking everybody, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, I feel that it's so easy to get into a bad place during a time like this, right? So if you're at home and you don't have a structure, you don't have a schedule, it's very easy to disconnect yourself. Do you feel that staying connected with these webinars kept you positive about what was happening? For sure. Absolutely. Because it helped put a perspective that I wasn't the only one. And because that was the biggest thing, like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I'm on furlough. But there were so many of us mm-hmm. and so many of us that were just clamoring to get to just connect, yeah. you know, and just figure it out. So that's what I've been doing. And of course, MPI, thankfully, you know, it's a big role. So I've been able to dive into it, you know, and devote a lot of time to it. That's good. Yeah, it's exciting to hear. It is. It is. I appreciate all the updates that you guys give on what's going on. We like I mean, that's what we're here for is to like to keep everybody in the know. And, and it's been very... <laughs> hard to adjust, I would say this year. I mean, it's very easy for us to put a script together and say, we talk about this, we talk about this, we talk about this, but to stay engaged and really support some of these webinars that might be repetitive or whatever it may, that's why we try to be honest. We're like, you didn't miss anything here, you know, like, <laughs> but, but check this out. You yeah. know, this is something that we didn't think was gonna be cool that was super educational and that you should try if it comes back around. Um, and I think that that's been something that I've heard some feedback from our listeners is like, hey, thanks for letting me know about this random like association that I've never heard of because they had really cool content and I actually met somebody for an interview. Like yeah. it's it's been really interesting and awesome to hear of people's success stories due to the, the podcast. That's always my favorite is when I just say these like acronyms and Dave sits there like, what? Who? (laughs) What is this? Like, swell? What? I don't know. Um, I think it's a testament to our industry. Like I said, everybody that we know, everybody's so welcoming and how they have that mentality of how can I help you or what can I do for you or come with me to this event. Like, that's like, that's the experience that I've always had. So I always try to give that experience back. I love it. So speaking of events, where, you know, when... We do network. Where is your favorite place, obviously, besides the parking lot, to network? <laughs> She's building her brain in the parking lot. That, I love it. Well, obviously, I love the Visit Orlando events. I Drive Chamber is another thing that it's I do. Yeah. I love the I Drive Chamber ones. Um, they're, they seem, even though the attendance is large, Maria f- makes it feel very intimate. Mm-hmm. That's um, nice. And yeah. she greets, she takes time, and she greets everybody that comes through the door. Mm-hmm. With that big smile. Yes. Yeah. I love yeah. her. I love her. MPI events, anything. I feel like I see you all over the place, I so. I just kind of go. Well, and again, her network is so large. Like, but it's I incredible. love to eat. 
Yeah, well, we so have that in common. If the food, if it's a good restaurant, I'm always there. That's fair. That's well. That, that's why I host things is so that I can come and see you. Um, all right. Well, we're going to wrap things up. But what's what is your advice to someone starting new in the industry? What's something that you just think would be that little gem of knowledge that they should know? I think it's really easy. Jump in and get to know people. And regardless if you think they're a client or you think that they have any way to propel you just meet them and get to know them because you just never know i mean i think that's so proven now in where we are Mm -hmm. you know because it's not about what position you had and who you were and if you could benefit me then it's the now Mm -hmm. now what can you and now how can we connect and unite and help each other for the future i'm excited for the future i'm excited to see where everyone who's been furloughed or everyone who's changing jobs or even people who left the industry i'm excited for them to come back and to see where our new norm is going to be when we're able to meet again i'm with you well thank you so much trisha for all of that we have a few more extra credits and then we're going to get out of here but i know selena is super stoked about this and she couldn't stop talking about it this morning and i think it's because tiktok is involved <laughs> hey okay so okay you're um, gonna smile at her face so excited. okay so you've heard me talk about tiktok i'm gonna say it's amazing even though i i had to physically remove the app from my phone at one time <laughs> it's back on now and now i've started sending like tiktoks to joe and dave two friends like i don't even care if you don't have tiktok just watch this you know how i was always on the home page like it's called the for you page i was always just scrolling there i found at the bottom there's a discover page oh no then i got into trouble so i don't even look at that um and again i don't have an account so i don't post but like i also can't comment or like anyway but last week you might have noticed if you try to post a instagram story you might have noticed that there's reels now. So Instagram, right? So Facebook's Instagram just started reels, which is their version of TikTok. And I also sent a TikTok to Dave and Joe about all the TikTok competitors and reels was obviously on there. So there's more coming. Everyone is, you know, on this trend now because it, it took off. It got so large. I mean, it was in the news with Trump saying he's going to ban it. But, you know, we just came out stronger and yeah. So I'm excited to see everyone's reels on Instagram. I already was scrolling through this morning. It just got posted last night. Today is Thursday. And there's already YouTubers, I'm going to say, that are posting reels already. Well, I'm going to need a one-on-one crash course in that if you want me to be anything productive. You know, what else is kind of crazy out there is that Big Brother started last week. (laughs) And everyone was going to be concerned about, like, how this is going to happen. Like, how do you socially distance when you're in a house? And Selena had a great point. She said, they're literally quarantine for the summer yeah. so nobody good. in nobody out i mean i have no idea what big brother is but that's what i imagine it's to me it's like thinking of master chef when you compete in master chef and you're one of those top whatever can you tell i just finished season 10 anyway you're like <laughs> together you're quarantined and you're you can't go anywhere i mean you're with the same people and it's kind of like an nba bubble yeah. I love the NBA Okay, bubble. Trisha, that's why we have to talk about this just really briefly. with the NBA Give bubble. Give us an update on what's happening in the NBA bubble. It's just so cool. They have all the players at Disney, and they can't leave. <laughs> right? They work out there. They train there. But I just think it's done so well. And what an experience if you're a, an NBA player. Like, you're with your guys at Walt Disney World. You get to go on the golf course. You get to you know, ride the boats and hang out together. I mean, I just think it's the coolest. I don't know why I'm so obsessed with it. I love basketball, but yeah, I mean, it's a new concept and it's it's a new theory and it's being done well. I, so I don't have ESPN, so I don't see that part of it, but (laughs) I have Instagram and on Instagram, I think there's a, 
a user name called like the NBA bubble yeah. or something. Mm -hmm. And that's how I see things. Yeah, I follow their stories. Well, yeah, me too. I will be following their reels apparently. So yeah, there you go. Definitely. All right. We're going to get out of here today. But uh, ladies, are you going to be anywhere this week that people can find you? I know for myself, I will be out and about on Wednesday. I will be checking out the Visit Orlando webinar. I'll be hanging out at Bovine for the I Said Yes networking event. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it to Glittering Hour, but I'll probably, probably try and jump on the Tribe call and then I will be a part of the FAU. So I feel like I'm actually, I have something to, to contribute this week. Trisha, will you be able to make it to anything? Yes, absolutely. I'll be doing the Visit Orlando thing as well. And I think I want to try and join the tribe. The yes. more I hear you guys talk about it, oh, the it's more fantastic. interested I get. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm biased, but yeah. Yes, Selena. I know. Selena's the CEO. Yes, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Selena, what about you? Absolutely. Um, and of course, the FAU thing. Oh, yeah. perfect. That'll be good. I'm very excited about the event leadership challenge. I want to see what it's all about and learn something new and different and diverse during this time. Also, I will be at Bovine. I'm excited to try some food there. Mm -hmm. Glittering hour that evening, tribe that evening, and then I leave. So I'm going on vacation. I leave Thursday night. Don't talk to me. Just kidding. I'm so excited. And you know how like usually you're super busy and productive the day before vacation? No. For me, it's been like <laughs> the week before. Oh, okay. So I've been hustling hard because I know I have a vacation. I don't want to work during it. Um, my vacation is one day, but whatever. Oh, wait. Um, no. I took Friday off. Come on. But it's a big deal. Anyway, I'm going up to Nashville. Yes, I'm flying. Don't judge me. And I will be playing board games because I missed Gen Con this year. I didn't get to go to the convention with 70,000 people to play board games. So instead, we're just getting together and meeting up. So it's family, his family from St. Louis and mm -hmm. Nashville. We're all getting together and we're playing board games and I'm excited. Oh my gosh, that's like wow. a dream come true for your weekend. Thanks guys. Well, thank you all for listening and tuning in to us. Uh, next week, we'll be bringing in Michelle Holm with UCF Rosen College of hospitality management and we'll be welcoming back Dave Travel the US Buckaloo to the show Hello. so we couldn't be more excited to have our other co-host back with us reunite and get a recap of his trip thank you all for listening have a great week have a great week bye everybody bye you are listening to swag and repeat, repeat. the voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry